0: Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation a live hip hop daily and I got my second guest in the building. I, I wanna call him Cheddar man, but I keep I keep reading newspapers and stuff. And I'm like my boy balling Like do I do the government? Do I do Cheddar? Uh, I'm gonna go chat it Chatter, what's good with you, boy? <laughs> Thank
1: you for having me, brother. Ow, man. I love them shades, man. They look real spicy tonight, man. Appreciate that You, the, you know,
0: let me tell you something. When I got to Boston, so everybody, literally, I walked through Roxbury, right? Because, um, my, my cousin, my cousin Touche, he owns, um, Plenty Gracie. Okay, so
1: I was, okay. So, I pulled up on... Pulled Shouts up out on, to Touche, man.
0: Yeah, I pulled up on Shay, and the first thing, um, I walk in the store, first thing everybody say is, damn, he like Gucci, man. Uh, <laughs> like, y'all get the fuck out of my face with this shit, man. <laughs> but, yo, I'm blessed to have you on, man, because, um... One, I've always I've been a fan of Cheddar DVD. Like even before I knew you was from Boston, like I knew what Cheddar DVD was. But um, I've really been getting into your story, especially after reading your joint in the Commonwealth about um the issues with social equity in Boston. And I'm gonna be real, like I I, I when I was in the city last couple of, the, the last last two years when I popped in the city, I was more interested in what was going on in my neighborhood, Mattapan, when it came to the cannabis. Cause I'm like. I keep seeing people talk about this And talk about this, talk about this And they say they're from Boston, they're in the state But whenever I'm in the city, I will never see any real action You know what I mean? And it was weird to me So I was like, let me, I gotta talk to somebody in the city Who lives inside the city And get these real conversations I felt like you would be perfect for that So I was glad when you said you was gonna be in the city Can I do the show? I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do definitely, this Definitely,
1: definitely, let's have a discussion Because it needs to be had
0: Yeah, man, alright, so before we get be started, man Let people know who you are, man Like, Who is Albie Montgomery?
1: Hey, my name's Albie, a.k.a. Cheddar, yep. you know, right yes, now. Um, you might know me from a DVD, but I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. yes. You know, um, by nature, you know, yes. naturally I like to take on projects and come with ideas and um, put things together. Maybe a long-way package and a fresh fonto leaf. Yeah. Uh, that's, when, you know, one of my inventions. It might be a DVD it might be some real estate so i'm an entrepreneur by nature bro
0: like real trap like even again talking to shay he was like dog i remember when boy used to be up at the games man in the parks when he was playing basketball games." he said bro you used to come through with the grills like this nigga's a hustler like like he was yeah. flipping the foods and all that like yeah. he all he know is how to hustle so yeah. i was like right. so I,
1: I had a mobile truck back in like 2000 99. what like, early i was doing mobile trucks yeah, yeah, yeah. early because i just asked my neighbor he was he you know he's in the food business i said yo why don't you get a mobile truck I, he said, "Yeah, I just looked at one." He said, "I seen one for forty grand. And I seen one for eighty grand." <laughs> I laughed at him. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I used to do that." He looked at me. He was stumble. I said, "Yeah, you know, um, I paid like thirteen five Yeah, for my truck. I said, "But when I was done, I sold it for like twenty two dollars I thought I made my money back a couple of years, and he was just like, he was looking for me, like, wow. So yeah, the game's changed.
0: Game has changed, bro. Yeah. But you know, part of the game changing is is all of us kind of just morphing into what we are right now. Um, speak to us about. Cheddar DVD, because I know that was a, that was a cornerstone for you, man. How did you come up with the concept of Cheddar DVD, and what was it like trying to make bring that to life?
1: Um, originally it was supposed to be a magazine. Okay. So it was a both it was it was designed to discuss entrepreneurs, you know, in the urban environment and mm-hmm. what they were doing, and you know, bringing their stories to light. Yeah. So it was like Source Magazine meets King Magazine meets Black Enterprise. Okay. So taking all this and merging it into an actual magazine. But um, when I was starting to do the research and seeing what the price was to actually produce a magazine, Mm. when you're talking about writers, and you're talking about editors, and you're talking about going to print, the magazine was extremely expensive of what it cost to actually produce a DVD. Mm. And then what I found too was the retail value of a magazine. Magazines were selling $4.99, $5.99. At this time, DVDs were selling $19.99. So Common Sense at the time just said, damn, you know, Smack had just kind of came out. And I was looking at the two, and I was like, man. So I invested in my money in our uh, camera equipment instead yeah. of, you know, buying writers. I think I put twenty or thirty thousand in the camera equipment. Yeah. And from there it was, you know, that's a
0: move, man. And you, you had a chance to cover a lot of amazing subjects, a lot of amazing people. Um, who was who what was who was some of your favorite interviews from the Cheddar DVD series?
1: I would always have to go with Suge Knight. Sure. Because that's the one that kind of like introduced me to, like, oh, who's Cheddar? You know, that was like, who was this guy? You know what I mean? Because it was like, it was, it was, the cover was amazing with Suge Knight on the cover smoking a cigar. It was like my second (laughs) volume. You know, it might have been like 02, 03, maybe 04, one of those years, early, early 2000s. And, um, and it was so controversial you know he was you know like don't get that mic off my face you know and he was you know <laughs> it was a back of source it was a back of source awards yeah. and you know and uh you know it's Pete Pablo's there he's jumping in Remy Ma, she's in the back she's a young artist so you got all this talent and Shook Knight is just like going off so every you know so back then there was no YouTube there was no phone so yeah. you know it was something that people want to see yeah so that was that was spark, you know like like they, they, you know, my first DVD, I might have sold about five to seventy-five hundred copies. This next seventy-five hundred, this next DVD, man, I sold like five thousand in like two mm. weeks. Mm. So we wanted to print, s- and yeah. then it, it was like then. And then I found like the bootleggers. I got introduced to that, and before you know it, it was like it was out of my hands at that point. Now
0: I think about well, yeah, the bootleggers must have been going crazy with that, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah, they must have been going crazy. But you built a you built a really strong platform with Cheddar DVD, and you know, as we look now, you know, things are changing. You know, most things are turned into online properties, blogs. You're looking at podcasts. Um, have you thought about how to, how to evolve Cheddar DVD past the DVD, past the magazines as we go into, new, as we go into new, um, a new year and, and just new ways of consuming media?
1: Um, so I do, do, I do have a podcast, Cheddar okay. Man Cave. Check that out. Yeah, it's out, true, it's true, know? true. Yeah. But, um, you know, my passion is film. You know, mm-hmm. I went to film school as well. You know, I went HBCU. You mm-hmm. know, I got a... Um, a BSM in uh, management with a minor in entrepreneurship okay. and I also went to film school. So um for cinematography. Hmm. So, you know, my passion is really to do a film. Okay. But to really do a film in the right way, you gotta spend some money. Facts. But as an entrepreneur, if you're gonna spend some money, you wanna make that money back.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And then to go out and to raise the money. You know, it takes it t- takes time to raise that capital. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's my passion. So I don't know where I am with the film, you know, like Man. I'm I'm a like I'm a born hustler. So I, if I don't see the dollars, it's hard for me to, to move fast.
0: Bro, I, I got a film right now we should be collaborating on. I've been trying to tell people for a while, like yo, Mission Hill, right? When Mission Hill High was like for real and the basketball was for real over there, like that's a story. Like you talking about Wayne, you talking about Randell, you talking about like all the people that came out of Mission Hill, like that was just like almost like a. They was almost like rolling out a basketball, a basketball camp out of them projects, man.
1: Like Roxbury is full of stories. For real, for like real. Roxbury is legendary. People just don't know it because they just see this white city. Yeah, but they don't see the Malcolm X's. They don't nah, see the Bobby Brown. Look, they bro. They don't see the the Bill Russells having the the the, 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 the back in the days. He he owned slaves, Bill Russell. Yeah, and they, all the stars came there. They don't see. The, they don't see. They don't know this stuff. They just see. You know, this white Larry Bird city. They don't see. It hurt, you know, me, t- it hurt so me. It hurt me, too. It's hard from being, you know, a black kid from Roxbury So sometimes. When, when People
0: tell me, too. They're like, yo, so you from Boston. Why don't you got the, the Boston accent? And I say, yo, let me tell you some real shit, and I'm going to try to break this down as simple as possible to y'all. If you saw the new edition movie, or the Bobby Brown movie, them were kids all from Boston, all from Roxbury, Orchard Park Projects. Which one of them said Pac, the Cow, by the harbor?" None of them. Now, fast forward. Let's go over here to New Kids on the Block. Let's go over here with Mark Mark Wahlberg. All of them use that. Correct. That should tell you something right there. Like that's not a normal thing. Like only South Boston, like my cousin say, South Boston took that and they ran it to the suburbs and the suburbs ran into the ground. But that's not a that's not a typical thing. So people have a lot of different misconceptions of Boston. It's more because they don't really learn about it and never really went. But Boston's a real. We have a rich Black history, like you mentioned, very rich, very Malcolm rich, X, Dr. King, like Frederick Douglass. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Like, like there's history. too much going on, too much going on down there, man. You know, when it gets missed, you know,
1: to even the ball
0: players. Yeah, like even the ball say. Eggies yeah, down to um Dana Barrows. Like exactly. we get we we Scooney pins miss all these cats, man. But. Bless, you know what I'm saying, as long as we alive, we can still tell these stories, man. And um, one of the stories I want to talk about today, especially with Boston, is weed. You know what I mean? Like, I watched, I watched the state of Massachusetts go legal um, last year. I've, I've heard the conversations about social equity. I've watched people um, speak up about what they want to do in the game. But there's very, I don't, I'm not seeing a whole lot of traction whenever I go back to the city. I'm not seeing what I felt like should be the energy of, 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 of what just came about. Um, what's your speak to us about being in the city and seeing first off, seeing the city go legal, seeing the state go legal. Like what was your first reaction when you heard that they finally passed recreation?
1: I want in. <laughs> <laughs> that was my friend, I want in. I want like, in. Shit. <laughs> like, uh uh-uh. uh, like yeah. no way. Yeah. Hey, no way. You know, especially being from the town, like yeah. I got an opportunity. Yeah. You know, so and um, so that at that time, I was lucky because I actually applied for a social economic um, assistance. Yes. It's called a priority package. Mm-hmm. And basically, it allows you to go to the front of the line. And, and a, a Massachusetts has already said that, okay, we permission, and you can give you permission to open up, you know, three dispensaries. Yes. And 100,000 feet of canopy, so I can open up 100,000 feet to grow. But, there's a little there's, a, there's some catches to it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we can discuss. But, you know, that's where I was able to get in. And There wasn't many, yeah. you know, out of the whole city of Boston, there's only 66 of us mm-hmm. who have who have this mm. now, that's where the fun begins. Yeah. And out of those 66, not one has a store open yet. And this was over a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a real conversation. Because when I was reading your article again today, and I'm reading, I'm like, yo, it's just crazy not one, it hasn't popped up yet. But I was watching this one brother talk about he want to open up stores in Mattapan Squares and all this. And I'm like, I don't even know where you could. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was being in Mattapan Square, not one. For you to do that, you would talk about raising, the, raising property value all the way, all the way the fuck up. You know what I mean? And that's another thing we want to touch on is actually property value. But it's just almost like it's, I don't see how feasible it is to even do stuff like that in the inner cities, like from your Mattapan squares, Cobman squares, um, anywhere like that, Grove Hall even. Where are you even going to place some of this stuff? Where, where would a dispensary go?
1: Well, here's some of the catches first. first. It has to be 500 feet away from any school. Okay, that's already a problem. So you know how schools are. <laughs> yep, that's already a problem. And then it has to be a half a mile radius from any other dispensary. Okay. So now, say if you put one in, for instance, in Grove Hall, mm-hmm. where can you put, put the next one? That, yeah. A half a mile. So I think and then if someone gets vo- zoned over here on this side of the city now, we'll say Talbot Ave, or we'll say, uh, you know, Dorchester Ave, mm-hmm now you, you almost have half the city. Yeah. Because of the way the city is just structured. Yeah. You know, so it was designed in that way. You know, so how could I open three dispensaries in the city?
0: Yeah, is is yeah, the the the, the know, devil's that, in the fine print. You
1: know. And then and then and then <laughs> yes. so that's just that's just the first take. So then the, the second take is what you gets really tricky. So you have to go get permission from the city. I mean from the town that you want to open it. Mm-hmm. So this town they say okay, we want you to come here. So you go get the permission, right? But you have to own the real estate. You can't have a mortgage on it. You have to own it outright. Have you ever bought a building in Boston?
0: My mom has, she, my mom has too.
1: Yeah, what are they worth? <laughs> a, a, we a conversation. Like, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, I You yeah. might not want to put that fast. business out of there. You yeah, know, exactly. I, own some property in there yeah, I may not fast. want to put that business, but you know what a building is Yeah, costing. you talking about lo- M, high, six high six figures. High six figures, high six figures. So you got to have an M plus because yeah. you got to own the property. Mm-hmm. And then the next catch is to start, you have to have 250,000 in the bank.
0: So what you? So do, I
1: have a, I have the opportunity. And They granted me this. Yeah. But all the stipulations that I have to have, I have to have a quarter. I have to have like two point five mil
0: just Low, to be okay. You the front of the line for no reason. <laughs> Basically, you the front of the line for no reason.
1: Now you see why. We and, are
0: what we are. And, your st- and when I was reading again, When I was reading back over that this morning It hit me again why this is an issue You're standing in line for no reason You gave all the reasons why Like okay it's cool I got this I, I got this um, like you say the, I got pushed to the front of the line But when I got to the front of the line I realized I don't have enough capital in my, initially I really don't have enough, any property And those are the two key things That are going to push somebody out the building And what you said in your story actually made me really think how many people who are like yourself in a position to actually have a business, actually be able to start up something but don't have the money, wouldn't mind selling that opportunity? You know, like, I was always raised, system with my parents in the, 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 the houses they own. Like, my mom owned a building on, on Devon Street. My dad owned one over in Fuller Street. The big thing for them was don't sell, the grand, don't sell your grandmother's house. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, don't, exactly. don't sell their yeah. house. Like, Amen. my mama now, even like you say, we don't want to do numbers, but I know her house, her crib isn't a matter of paying. Like, don't sell that. Don't sell that. Don't, don't sell, sell that. Them. But okay. people will be real quick to sell that spot in that line. It's real quick to sell that spot in that line, talking about something. Well, they know I ain't got 250000 I know I ain't got no property, but this dude just offered me $30,000. I'll take that. That's you selling out super cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's the thing. Speak to us about that. Like, that. have you, do you know anybody who's actually. Either been approached about sell about selling their their opportunity, or have actually uh, uh, have went through the efforts of trying to do that.
1: Um, I've had major meetings (laughs) like myself. I've been in major meetings in this last year, you know, and like for me, like so, those are the hurdles. Yeah, you know, but like I'm not gonna say they can't be done. Yeah. You know, so it's it's my job to get through those hurdles. It's not my job to say, "Nah, I can't do this." It's my job to say, "Okay, it's going." So it's just it's just a challenge that's taking longer than in you know in the normal entrepreneur, normal business challenge. Yeah. Because you'll say, "Okay, how do I raise capital?" But how do I raise capital with something that you don't know if it's even really legal? Mm. So you know, most people who are gonna give you three point five million, they're gonna say, "Man, you know, it, you know, is how much of this." You know, can I really put on my tax return? How much can I write off? How much can I get back? How much can I get back? What's yeah. safe? You know what I mean? Especially if they're coming up from another state. Yeah, and you can't bring someone from another state. So you know, you try to ride those lines and try to figure out, you know, how to make this work. And that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah. So your situation, I know you want to bring life of a plant to life. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at right now with life of a plant? Uh, we're
1: in a good place. Okay. You know, I <laughs> like that. We're in a good place. In a good place. And uh. Just because, you know, because I just have – I have documents that I signed out. I can't talk, but I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. I'm in a good place. Um, but back to your original questions about being approached. Yeah. You know, I've been flown to Cali. I've been approached for $100,000. i have been approached for um, – And that's nothing, man. I've been approached <laughs> for something crazy, something yeah. else. I've been approached for um, – what was it? Give me a hundred fifty. $150,000 to pay off his building – Thirty percent of the company and thirty thousand a month. So the, the, the type of I swear I'm I'm telling you the straight up honest truth. Right. Like I'm not no you know what I mean but yeah. you know I you know some some conversation you're going to take the conversation yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean but you know I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I was there But I'm in a much better situation because you know as you go through as you go through it you figure mm-hmm. out okay I know what I'm not going to go for but that I know part. what I'm going I'm going to so you figure out how to make it work you that know what I mean um it's no different than putting a DVD together yeah. you have to figure out how to you know imp- take it from a DVD take it from tape to, to get it on an actual dvd yeah. how do I actually go get the footage take it out put it on a computer and bring it back put it on a dvd and sell it to someone yeah. it's a process so it's a process like anything else
0: that's hard body man because i mean i think them, them them numbers when you start throwing numbers like that at somebody who might not have money like that they quick to take that shit like i was telling nicole a little while ago about how um, i got offered last year i got offered a hundred thousand, hundred twenty-five thousand. To come invest in cash color cannabis, and they wanted to do blah 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 blah, blah. and it sounded good as hell to me at the moment. And I remember my mama again telling me, not only is that not a good deal, it's cheap. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, I don't have $100,000 right now. I think there's a lot of people who sell out really short, and I, and I think that's something that disturbs me even reading that. That you know, I didn't think about it that yeah. If you had this opportunity, you but you don't have the money. You're actually you. You can leverage yourself to get a, a quick couple of dollars, but why would you do that and then sell yourself so short? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even you talking about thirty thousand, like you throw numbers out like that to somebody again, like you from the hood and you ain't never really had no money. That sounds like money, yeah. but you're not getting that they can only give you this money because they about to print money. So, so you know what I'm saying? So they about this, to print this
1: is it. this is what happened originally. Originally, they gave us one year. Mm. So you had one year or you lost it. You lost it. Really? So I mean, really? Really? Oh, that was on yeah. that shit, too. So, so, so that's when the. So at that point, now everybody was making these deals like, yeah. oh, he's going to hold out because in one year he's going to have to come. To yeah. Me. Yeah. So yeah. you are getting a year like you are getting a month nine. So everybody got these at the same time, right around maybe a week or two apart. So you're getting a month nine. And then, you know, we're looking like at the state, like, hold up. Yeah. What's going on here? And so, luckily, we had some great folks who sat in in the state, and they said, you know, we have to make a change, and they, and they took that off the books. Good, so good. So, you know, shouts out to some of the folks like Kim Janey and some mm. of the other people that sit on the board, you know, sit on legislation in Boston and, and made some things happen.
0: Solid, right. man. Um, if you could make any changes to the social equity program, what would it be?
1: Um, find, a, find a bank that will work with us.
0: Oh, key. You know, Key. find a bank
1: with that to work with us. You know, um, like, like at the end of the day, I believe like you do need partners. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you need, you need equity. You need capital. You need money. You know? So either I'm going to put up some equity. I'm going to put up something of value or I'm going to have to get some money somewhere. So you're going to have to give up something mm. and you're not going to get it for free. And I don't expect that. Yeah. But, at the same same time and token, you know, take some of these two hundred and fifty thousand out the books. So you got to do something to to make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or they're gonna try. Some sooner or later, someone's gonna buy in. Yeah. You know. But um. You know, it's it's a struggle. We'll get there.
0: That's what it is, man. Well, I'm I'm very proud of the journey you're taking because um, you're one of the few people I know who who resemble me who came up in the, in, the, in the same environment like I came up in, who really has the opportunity to kind of capitalize on this right now. And I, I'm, I really want to applaud you on that. I really want to make you. sure that you take it all the way as far as you can, dog. Thank like, you. we need brothers like yourself in Roxbury. That face who's been around this neighborhood. Like, me and Shay was talking about that serious. Like, yo, there's so many people around here. Like, like my cousin Kevin, right? My cousin Kevin, you go through Grove Hall, everybody know Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need shit like that. Like, we grew up knowing people. You know what I'm saying? We grew up being able to go to this store. And I, to this moment, when I walk down Walk Hill, I know the Jamaican store, I know the person in there. Like it's almost like they just pass it down to another another relative. You know, it's I like that familiarity. What I don't want to do is wake up and see a bunch of Starbucks or a bunch of mm-hmm. a bunch of um 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 branded out dispensaries in a neighborhood that I always knew as Madhunt elementary and I could walk to school. Now this is looking totally different.
1: So so I'll put you up where what where, where happens next, though, mm-hmm. because you have to, you get, so it, it, it's about it's about timing. Yeah. It's still business, so it's about timing. So, they ha- actually have let a brother in, in Grove Hall. They they have proved them. They're not up, they're not running, but they have said, okay, we'll let you open. Okay. So, that looks like that's gonna happen soon. How soon will, you know, we'll there's see. still red tape to go through. So, hopefully that happens in the near future. You know, if they are, I'll be the first one at the door. I want to support them 100%. The fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but Here's where it gets tricky. Right now, you have a a, a, a city called Brookline. Mm-hmm. It sits on the border of Boston, on the border of Roxbury. Yeah, you know, but it is primarily white, and they have a bank. And there's a line seven days a week, from open to closed that wraps around the building every day, all day. They they're people they handing out coffee in line. They handing out <laughs> donuts in line. You're laughing. Yeah, I'm man, because it's real. Think, yeah, that's real. No, how yeah, much you I, think they think, did last month? Shit.
0: Um, and I'm thinking about I, I might know the place you're talking about. I feel like I've seen it on, on. on Matter of fact, when I was back home, I feel like I saw that same line you're talking about. Uh, just people out there. I,
1: if I'm not mistaken, it's called Netta. If I'm not mistaken. They, how
0: much they probably made there. They probably, you talking about that 30000 they were trying to give what'd you. what
1: they make way more. For, for, for the uh, 30 days? what you think they made in 30 days? <laughs>
0: I would say on a on a on a conservative average, if not a half a million easy, maybe four hundred thousand. Five million. Woo!
1: So what? But what's gonna happen? The is, big
0: green building, right?
1: Like like no, the I, bank, it's the bank. It's a bank. bank it's, it's a bank. It's a bank. It's a bank. bank. Okay. On the corner. Five, Lord, million. five million. in one month. Five so what million. I'm saying is that's fine now. But now when I got one, he got one, he got one, he got one, he got one, she got one, they got one, they got one. They got one. And we just like liquor stores competing that that five million. So the, mm-hmm. the opportunities that are there today yeah. won't be there tomorrow. Yeah. So it's important that we get in now and not tomorrow.
0: Yeah. That's what's up, bro. Hey, well, I I, I support you one hundred percent. I support everybody back home who are trying to do the hustle thing. You know what I mean? So. Oh, and also let's touch on a long way because when I was down there, yo, I was I was I was intrigued with this. You know, at one point we have Fronto as one of our sponsors. So I learned even being back home that I didn't know Fronto's was was a Boston thing like that, like. Never knew that. Like, Touche was putting me on. He's like, yeah, they wash them down in, the east, in, in, in East Boston. Like, yeah, this is, this is it. We, we do this. Didn't know that, bro. How did Longway come through for you?
1: You know what it is? I originally started, I wanted to meet the owner, Fanto years okay. ago. And I want to say, this is what I was doing, DVDs. Yeah, And I had did a, um, and I liked the product. I really liked the product. And this was maybe like 08, 09 maybe. Yeah. And I remember filming some kids on a yacht and we were shooting a video, I did a product placement, I had met a gentleman, he had said he represented the brand, he had gave me some, and I couldn't meet him. And he, the dude had went to jail, so I never got to meet the, the owner. So years went by, and I always like, yo, I just, liked, I just liked the font, I just loved it, I loved it. And then, um I couldn't really get the good fontos that I was getting from the Fonto King one. So I was mm-hmm. like, man, what's, what's going on? I was just, get, I was depressed. Like, about <laughs> it. I was really mad. I, like, I got a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to smoking, I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a, um, what you call a, a functional pothead. extremely I functional pothead. I'm at my best when I'm smoking. Bro,
0: beer. welcome to the room. Okay. I, I, <laughs> so so
1: room. with all that being said, you know, I, I went on a hunt. Yeah. So I met a farmer. And uh, for the first year, I struggled. I mean, I want to say like I just kept. I was I was making a leaf, and I was doing well. But I, it was like it was like I say, we'll take we'll take drugs. Someone trying to cook cocaine, and yeah. they just messing it up. They just like you ruin it. Like what are you doing? It's not right. What are you or whatever drug you, whatever you're doing? It just it just it was it was cool, and it was stinking. And it just wasn't right. Yeah. And as, as this <laughs> time went on. You know, I got frustrated. Sometimes they get moldy. Sometimes I just couldn't get, my, I couldn't get my recipe right. So I ended up having a fire in my office, and um, I lost everything. So I was like, man, and, that, that, and I had the fire three days after I got the announcement that I, I was accepted prior to the, the priority. Mm. So I'm like, all right, man, forget the, forget the long way. I'm going to just really focus on opening up this cannabis, you know, and getting my, my dispensary open. And then um, I, I, my buddy said, "Yo, yo, what's going? You know, these 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 Fonto kings ain't right. What's going on?" I said, "I don't know." He's like, "Yo, we need to get some long ways." I have, you know, and I I, um, I met a guy, and he, he he was like, "Yo, let me show you something." He gave me a secret, and ever since that secret, I I went home and I. I I put that secret out of it. The recipe came back so right. The the recipe came back so right that the man went up. And I just like, now it's just a demand. It's not a product that I'm chasing now. Now it's a product that's just like it taking care of itself. So. You know, shouts out to that that man with that good recipe,
0: man. Yo, shout out to my boy Al, man. Boston, real Boston, right here. I, I'm blessed to have this energy on on, on, on the show. Take tonight. one out, man. Open oh, one for one sure. Up. Open oh, one up. Oh, for sure, for Open sure, up. man. Uh,
1: yeah. see blessed what, see to they have them like. there. I, I, I like to I like to see what they feel like because I be hoping, like I, I truly hope that they're all fresh. Everyone's fresh. Everyone's soft. Everyone. Oh, they are that.
0: They are they're that. Yeah. So good? Do you keep it refrigerated?
1: Like, yeah, I try to keep them in a cool environment. You know, that's very important. That's you know what, we, what I mean? we had when we had so, to do the Oh um, man, you got a humongous amount of leave. That's like is. so many blunts in there. Yes, it is. You'll be smoking forever. You keep that, all right? My boy, uh, my boy, yeah, my boy. you are smoking for like the next two weeks. My right? boy, my boy. You know, uh, next, you know, four days if you meet, but <laughs> you know what I mean? run through them things, man. <laughs>
0: What's the future like for you right now, man?
1: I'm a family man at the end of the day, you know, so I'm always juggling work and family. Yeah. So my future is, you know, like more money and more time with
0: my family, my boy. Whenever you open up, whenever Life of Plant opens up, let me know because I'm gonna come up there. I'm gonna do the show. We are gonna do it real, Boston. We gonna do. We gonna. We gonna do it just like that, man. We gonna Definitely. Do, yeah, Definitely. for, real. for soon. real. Soon. Very soon. soon Very soon. soon. Trust soon, me. Soon. Soon. Uh-huh. Thank and you for having
1: me. Very. You know, I've been. I've been waiting to do your show. So, you know, Maca. Thank bro, you. Bro, let me tell you how. My, you. I'm my, blessed to be here. My man.
0: real goal is. And I told Shade this. I said, bro, I want to do a live show at Planet Gracie. And I wanted to bring on Cheddar. I was like, I think it's just a real Boston thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And being that Ed, o, I know Ed OG stayed down the block not too far. I was like, yeah, I bring Ed, I bring on Cheddar. Like, let's just do some Boston shit, my nigga. Like, we finally to the place well, where I feel ready. like, bro, I'm I'm there. Come the, to the you know,
1: like nigga ain't you know, like, I, I pull up all over the city still, so you know, bro, it ain't saying that. No, it ain't if, saying. I, I, call, I make a phone call, they'll show
0: up. It bro. ain't saying number to word, but I jump on the twenty nine, come through. Like, <laughs> like it ain't nothing to Got me, you. dog. It ain't nothing to me. You, My boy, baby. appreciate you all coming right. through. And that's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on live hip-hop TV, sponsored by Georgia Hemp. Nicole's.